So there's one trick our naughty little egos love to play on us. There are more than one, of course, but this is a common one I see that is sort of sneaky. It tends to be elusive and it can sort of bind people up for a good amount of time, not realizing what's going on. So this is, as anything that I refer to as ego, uh, this is a thought-based issue. It has to do with thoughts. And specifically, which is pretty much every issue with thoughts when it comes to this process, it's not recognizing a thought as a thought. So certain thoughts are easier to recognize and certain thoughts are very fundamental to our processing and can be quite difficult to recognize as thoughts. So this is an example of one of the ones that are harder to recognize as a thought. And the non-recognition of this as a thought tends to come with a certain doubt tone, uh, a certain shaping of your experience that makes it feel as if you are disempowered somehow or confused, just don't know what to do. It has that flavor. And the reason, once I say what it is, is kind of obvious. So what this is that I'm talking about is people often find themselves in this place where there's some sort of physical experience, a physiologic experience, like restlessness or fear or an emotional experience. And at the same time, there's this perception that's sort of behind the scenes that says, I need to figure out what to do about this. Now, how this ends up manifesting in thought is we often end up thinking about, okay, well, what's the right practice to apply here? What's the right technique? What's the right strategy? Or even, should I apply a strategy or should I take the position of no strategy, like natural meditation or shikantaza? Regardless of whether or not you choose any of those or whether or not any of those practices materialize, however you want to say that, the issue is not in the practices. The issue is not in which technique you apply at which time or what's the most um, valuable or salient approach to a certain emotional experience or a certain pattern of sensations and pattern of conditions, whatever. The real underlying issue is the belief that there's some big decision to make. And this all hinges upon the fundamental belief in agency, that what you're taking yourself to be in this moment of thinking, in this moment of perceiving, that what you're taking yourself to be in that moment is actually going to make some decision that's going to sort out this issue. You can see how many um, beliefs are sort of hidden in that statement. But if you unpack it, you'll see that often that's what's operating. And I see this not too uncommonly in people, even people who have a lot of insight, 
And I saw it in myself many times as well. So once you pick up that, oh, okay, the thought, the background thought here or the defining thought or the thought that is shaping my experience is simply a belief that I have to make a decision about this. Everything hinges on my decision. Which practice is the right practice right now? Or even which view is the right view? Or which approach to spirituality in a more grand um, way of saying things? A more zoomed out way of looking at practice. Which interestingly binds people as well sometimes before much insight at all. It's more like just this preoccupation or even obsession with dogma, with reading and learning about all the different approaches and beliefs and trying to find the best one and the most direct path and all of that. That in and of itself is a version of this, but that's a more overarching version that often comes without any significant direct insight or shift in identity. But this that I'm talking about is often a little more insidious or a little more sneaky and you don't recognize it formulating itself because you've had some insight, you have clarity and you're able to experience things in a pretty direct way. Perhaps you're able to experience the sense fields in a direct way and or consciousness unbound from mind identification largely. So when this feeling or this set of conditions starts to materialize, this doubt tone, this sense that I've got to figure something out or something's not quite right, without noticing that there's a belief there that says, and it's my fault, right? It's because I haven't figured out the right thing to do yet, which has an underlying belief that there's a doer that's causing all of this, that all of this experiencing has to do with some imagined internal self. So you can see those beliefs, but if you don't unpack it, you won't really see that. It just sort of feels a certain way and it feels like you're under the gun, like you have to decide what to do, but you don't know how, you don't have the right resources, and it just feels laden with doubt. So this simple act of actually turning around however you can and saying, what am I actually perceiving here? What am I perceiving to be the case in this moment? What is my thought process around this overall experience? And how is that shaping the experience? or binding whatever sense of identity is remaining here to the experience in a dualistic way. It's usually pretty simple. It's like, I have to make this big decision. There's this big practice decision I have to make. I have to figure it out. I have to talk to the right person to figure it out. I have to sit with it, whatever it is. Now, the moment you really see that, you have an opportunity to release it. Sometimes the first time you see it or the second time you see it, or you even get a little better at recognizing this pattern, it's not immediately this big release. But the more clearly you see it, the more you really dig in and see, oh my gosh, it's just one thought that says, I need to make a decision here. That's what's identifying uh, the, the experience in reference to the sense of the one experiencing it. That's the linchpin of the sense of a relationship between doer and experience, which is a false relationship. It's a false dichotomy. 
It's a mental construct. So we see, oh, the sense that there has to be a choice made here is an illusion. Whatever's being experienced is just what's being experienced. It's just what's here. Sounds, sensations, etc. Movements of consciousness. There's no big decision to make. There's no practicer. There's no decision maker. And then a practice may materialize, it may not, but it doesn't actually matter. When we feel like we're holding this gap between whatever the state we're in that we feel is not ideal and whatever the seeming future is when we figure out what to do about it, as we hold that gap, that's where the resistance comes in. That's where the feeling of discomfort arises. So feel it. Just feel what's there. Feel the sensations in the body. Take inventory of the senses. What do you hear? Put your attention in the sounds, just those sounds. And notice the movement of mind. Notice the movement of thought. And then notice that background defining perception that there's a big decision here. Something I have to figure out or sort out. Yeah, this is a pretty common one. It sneaks in in subtle ways and it sneaks in in um, very singular experience-defining ways. And as I said, there's also a version of it that's just completely intellectualizing spirituality in general. So notice that. Notice the thought that says, oh, I have to make some big decision about whatever. There's no decision to make. There's no decision maker. When you see that, that the way the, at least, at the very least, the way the thoughts experience the decision maker or the agent or the doer, you can see that's a thought. So it's not in actuality right here. You don't have to take a philosophical stance about non-doership. When it's clear, it'll be clear. If it's not super clear at the moment, it doesn't have to be. You can still see that the belief in that intellectual doer right now the one that feels like it has to make a decision is directly related to the sense that there's a decision to make. And the whole thing feels uncomfortable. But it doesn't feel uncomfortable because you haven't figured out the right decision. It feels uncomfortable because you're trying to hold this gap in a place that there are no gaps. So hopefully that's helpful.